Boys and girls, welcome to the Trade to Live podcast. My name is Tristan, Big Guap Brady, your host for the evening. We usually have a guest on, but due to uh, scheduling conflicts, we couldn't schedule uh, Option Sniper Part 2 today. So I'm going to be coming at you guys a little bit solo dolo, giving you guys a piece of me, hopefully that you take away and get some value from. So today's topic, which we're going to be going over today is mental health and how that relates to trading, stocks, options, equities, everything that we come into the arena that we play with. Um, This has been such a blessing to be able to share this with you guys because I've spent over tens of thousands of dollars on personal coaches, courses, personal development programs, one-on-ones, and it's given me a little bit of an edge on the competition when it comes to personal development and the fortitude of the mind, especially when it comes to trading. I feel like I've gotten a little bit more adapted to trading faster than the average person would because of all the time I spent in mental health in understanding of the things that make me me. Uh, the, The three things that come to mind when I talk about me are the spiritual, the intellectual, and the physical. Everything kind of resides inside of that. So if you take care of the spiritual, which is so many layers to it, it's it's meditation, it's journaling, it's prayer, it's everything that comes into the thing inside of you that you can't see, but you know is there. And if you take care of that, then comes the intellectual, which involves human to human relationships and the, the books that you read, the media that you intake, everything that affects the mind, everything that affects the brain, Um, and you take care of that, and then the physical, everything is gonna take care of itself in the physical. So I wanted to take a little bit of time today and share with you guys a piece of me and answer some of the questions from the Premium Discord, which is a family to me at this point. And I'd love to be able just to, to share my knowledge with you guys. So right now, as we as we actually speak, we have questions coming in and we'll be able to answer them live and then give you guys a live feedback. And by this time next week, we're gonna have the podcast live for you. And I'm gonna be so happy to share these results with you. So uh, let's go ahead and hit off the first question. Uh, first question, how do you stay resilient during red days? Um, I think I'm gonna touch back to this topic a lot, but to be resilient in red days, you have to have your risk defined. How much are you willing to lose? and then be okay losing that. Are you gonna lose sleep over $500? Are you gonna lose sleep over $5,000? If you are, then it's usually not worth risking it on the line. Um, Another thing that I really wanna hammer home to you guys, if trading is the hardest thing that you're doing during your day, I think you need to change up your daily routine a little bit. Um, When it comes to life, when it comes to money creation, when it comes to value, when it comes to everything that we are inside of this world that we share, I want to encourage you to make trading one of the least stressful things that you have on your plate. Uh, Look into martial arts, look into reading intense books, look into asking yourself intense questions because there's a lot of amazing traders out there that don't know themselves at all. And what I mean by knowing yourself, I I ask you, you know, where do you wanna be in five years? What do you wanna be doing? If If money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing with your life? And when you can answer these questions second nature without even thinking too much, you know yourself a little bit better than you did without those answers. And that's something that I wanna come to you guys and and share truth with with you. If you come to trading and losing money is the most stressful thing to your day, you are absolutely blessed. You are absolutely blessed because some people have the fears of if their family can eat tonight, if their family is safe in the location that they're at. 
uh, just to keep in perspective, you got to look at the forest from the trees. You will always have that perspective of being inside of the box. But when you take a look out and look at your relative position to other people's relative positions, if you're trading and especially trading to make an income to, to support yourself, you are in such a blessed situation that it really shouldn't be that hard to be resilient during the red days. Like I had a red day today and I was able to lean on my family, my, my, my support system here at my stock life and take them out to lunch out of my pocket because it's something that I really wanted to do because they've been doing such an amazing job and show them gratitude. Uh, another way that I keep resilient on red days is I woke up this morning, and this is a, this is a first for me, so I'm not going to brag about it too much, but I wrote down 100 things that I was grateful for, and it's not anything major. Um, it, it could be, like I said, the color red. I'm super thankful that I get to see the color red. I'm super grateful that I have a chair to sit in, I have clothes to wear. When you start to peek, pick those things apart and understand like, okay, there's so much to be grateful for, $100, $1,000, tens of thousands of dollars becomes a lot easier to lose because you know where in the universe, where in the ether you could make it back. So resiliency comes with effort too. It comes with consistency. It comes with an understanding that we're in a marathon, not a sprint. And this race is built on, you know, long-term relationships with the friends that you make inside of my stock life, inside of the trading community, inside of the relationship that you have with yourself. So if you're having a red day, look at how much money that you lost on this red day and understand that in the future, that's going to be one tenth of what you're going to lose because your portfolio is going to grow a hundred times what it is right now. If you stay consistent, if you stay in the game, if you stay true to risk management, which we teach you so much here in my stock life. So that's just a little piece of me on, on how I stay resilient in the red days. I'd love to hear in the comments how you guys stay resilient in the red days, but without further ado, let's go ahead into the next question. This kind of is along the same lines, but keeping your emotions out of the game when it comes to trading. Same thing, it, it's really, it really lines up with that. If, if trading is the hardest thing that you're doing during the day, I really encourage you to get a harder life. And I don't mean that in like putting hardships onto yourself, but putting yourself into more stressful situations where you don't know what the end result is gonna be. That's the biggest thing about trading. You can always look back and understand like, oh, I should have done this, oh, I should have done that. But when you're in the moment, first and foremost, create a game plan before you get into the game. Um, if you come into the game, and this is anything, this is life in general, like if you wanna be confident talking to girls on the weekends, you need to do your homework during the week. And that, that comes into everything. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. I don't know, Brett Lambert, if you watch these videos, but I've said that line at least 10 times in 10 different videos. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. And if you can walk out of a situation saying, hey, I had a game plan, I traded my game plan, my game plan didn't go to work, there's nothing emotional that there needs to be about that. Um, you do not need to relate failure to yourself inside of this realm because at the end of the day, this is just a way for us, this is a vehicle for us to increase our livelihood, increase our quality of life, to become better human beings, better servers to our community, better pieces inside of the world that we serve at the end of the day. And to keep your emotions out of the game is just to understand that this is this is a vehicle. You don't have to get mad at the vehicle. If something's wrong with the vehicle, you, the emotions that you put into it are not going to be what you want. It's not going to be beneficial down the road. What you really want to understand is this is a system. This is something that requires a very much lack of emotions where you can understand other people's emotions. If you can look at a situation, a problem, a circumstance, anything along the lines of that and understand that this is people's emotions and you can watch that and then choose those emotions and pick those emotions apart without being swayed by your own emotions, then you're going to become a better trader at the end of the day. Um, it, it relates much to, to martial arts. The more emotional, the more angry that you get, the, the more mistakes that you're gonna be making in a sparring match, in a physical match, in a tournament, X, Y, Z. The most important part is to stay calm. Understand that you are in a game where emotions are high. I think that the, it all, all revolves around preparation. 
understanding where you're at, understanding why you're there, understanding how much you have a risk, understanding what is online and what you're doing with your time and why you're doing it. If you can answer all those questions, what is your purpose for getting in this trade? If you can answer all those questions, it makes it a lot easier to detach from the situation and understand, okay, you know, I had the game plan. I stuck to the game plan. The game plan didn't work. Let me go ahead and look at the game plan and see if there's anything that I can change so that you understand that it's not you. It's not a, when you lose in stocks, it's not a personal loss. It's not an emotional loss. It's not something that is wrong with you. It is something that's wrong with your game plan. And game plans can be fixed very easily. Very, very, very easily. What needs to be fixed to fix the game plan is you fixing yourself though. And that's a lot longer journey. That's a lot of books that you have to read. That's a lot of psychedelics that you have to do. There's a lot of meditation that you have to go through. And these are just recommendations. They're not things that you have to do. These are just things that have helped me along the, the long terms. Like uh, I lost maybe three grand today to some people that's a lot of money to other people that's you know one percent of their portfolio and i'm blessed to, to have three grand to be able to lose and some of the admins will say you know no you're not supposed to think about it like that but it, for me personally i'm absolutely blessed to be able to put that money on the line and understand the arena that i'm in is a monster of a mover of money so really when it comes back to, to understanding and, and being inside of the zone, proper preparation and everything that I said before. Sometimes I can rant on and, and go for minutes and then sometimes forget what I said at the start. So um, I hope that answers your question and go ahead and, and keep it moving. Um, talk about your mental experience in trading and the emotional roller coaster and how to kind of uh, control that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that kind of relates to the last questions right. that, that we have answered, but um, I'll give you guys the background of, of how I met T and how I got to the point that I'm at. Um, I've told it in the Discord before, but it's always good to hear it on camera. Um, I, Me and T had uh, mutual friends here in Tulum, and we had never met each other, but we had heard about each other through these mutual friends. And one day I was hanging out with those mutual friends and came back to an OXO or a gas station to, to grab a piece of gum because we were going out that night. And I meet this tall Indian fellow at a taco stand, I say, hey, what's going on? I'm like saying hello to people, being outgoing like I usually am. And uh, he asks, are you Tristan? I'm like, yeah, I'm Tristan, what the heck? How do you know? And then we, we found out we had mutual friends. And um, long story short, we played basketball together and he showed me one of his TD Ameritrade accounts and I said, I'm in, I, I'm down to start learning. Um, one thing that's been about me is I'm very open to finding a new situation than jumping all in into it. Um, my journey in training, trading has been very volatile. Um, T actually helped me out a lot. He, he helped me out a, a great deal. This is not something that um, is happening for everybody, but he gave me a loan um, because he believed in me. And I took that loan and I, I turned it into a very large amount, gave him back his money, and then took that large amount, took a large amount out of that large amount, and then proceeded to cut it into maybe close to a third or a little bit under a third. And then with that third, I was able to then double it and then triple it and now cut it back in half. So to give you an example, it, my, my emotional state has been pretty even keel, but my financial state has been up and down and left and right all around. And to give you guys just how I stay resilient through this is perspective. I'm super blessed to be in an air conditioned room with people that I care about trading, looking at computers, looking at charts. And if I lose money because of that or I gain money because of that, I'm so happy to be in the space that I'm in. And just to keep perspective, I don't have to go into a, a hard, hard labor field at 6 a.m. every morning so that my family can have food on the table. Um, when you when you can hold that perspective and you can you can hold that truth inside of yourself, then the journey becomes a lot easier. So that's you know I I keep feel like I'm answering the same questions over and over, but I know you guys are gonna get value from that. So next question, magic mushrooms.
Yes. Yeah, no, dude, I, I, I think... Not just magic mushrooms. But go with any psychedelics. Psychedelics? most uh, connected to. Yeah, man, I mean, it used to be a really risque topic. I went to jail over possession of, uh, of mushrooms in the state of California, and now they're decriminalizing it across the board. So it's now much a, a more open topic that you can talk about. But um, I feel like I found my true beauty with mushrooms. Uh, when I was 17, I tried them for the first time, and I was in a very tumultuous time with my family. Um, I had got, gotten caught smoking weed, and it caused a very big rift and divide in my family. We were screaming at each other. Me and my mom were going to, to battles with each other every single day over, over something I viewed as, as non sequitur, something totally irrelevant to the equation of my life and how I was, I was becoming a human being. And after doing mushrooms, I, I evolved. I literally feel like I evolved. Um, I found my inner beauty. So I told this story on my personal YouTube channel, but I'll tell it to you guys again. Um, I, every single day of high school, wore a hat. I wore a hat every single day of high school. If I wasn't wearing a hat, I wasn't at school. It just, it was that serious to me. I'd rather walk out of a classroom if my hat got confiscated than to be in the class. It, it just wasn't worth it to me uh, because I felt uncomfortable inside of my own skin without a hat on. I felt very comfortable with a hat, but very uncomfortable without. And it was senior year and I tried mushrooms for the first time. And I'm not, this is not a recommendation for anybody to do psychedelics whatsoever. It's just my personal experience with inside of that realm. Uh, we might even edit this out, I don't know, but this is something I want to give you truth to. Um, when I did mushrooms, I questioned so many things that I had never questioned before. And one of those questions was, why am I wearing a hat every single day? I lived in Hemet, California, where it was an average 102 degrees during the summertime. Hot! It was hot. There's no reason to be wearing a hat in that type of weather when it's just blistering hot outside. And I was a skateboarder too, so I dressed in like black skinny jeans and, and a t-shirt and it just, it just be super hot. And I was skating on mushrooms. And I, I asked myself, why the hell am I wearing a hat right now? I take my hat off and I start rubbing my head. I'm like, oh my goodness, this feels so good. It feels so good to be free and, and out. And like, I question, why do I wear a hat every day? And I, I came to the conclusion that because of bullying, I was uncomfortable with the shape of my head. And then it came, it came hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, I can't control the shape of my head. I have no control over the size of my head. If somebody doesn't like me because of the size of my head, that's their problem. And then from that day on, I didn't wear a hat every single day to school anymore. And it wasn't, you know, I wasn't wearing it every single day, but for the first time ever, I was rolling into school without a hat on. And there, the, one of the most beautiful things about psychedelics across the board is it makes you question the, the habits that you have. And I feel like that's such an amazing blessing to hold on to is, is questioning why on so many different reasons. One of my, one of my friends, Darren, uh, he's a crypto guy. He said, school teaches you how to answer questions instead of questioning answers. And that's something that is stuck with me to this day. It's, it's, it's something beautiful. It's something absolutely beautiful that I have gained a lot from on a personal developmental basis. So psychedelics are, are good in my book. They're good by Guap, so. To follow that up, one last question. One last question? All right, one last question and we're getting out of here, you guys. I know I'm long-winded, but I love you guys so much. I want to give you um, Finding and establishing confidence in yourself Finding and establishing confidence in yourself. We're gonna have to do a part two because this is there's just so much on to that. I don't want to wrap it up. But I mean, it, it, it all relates to how do you see yourself in your mind? Um, Dr. Dr. Maxwell Maltz wrote an amazing book called Psycho-Cybernetics. And it speaks about how we see ourselves inside of our mind's eye. And every action that you take is constricted to how you see yourself. 
You'll never be a millionaire if you don't see yourself as a millionaire. You'll never be healthy and, and physically fit if you never see yourself mentally and healthy and physically fit inside of your own mind before you see it in your body. So to become confident, you have to picture yourself confident and then you have to ask yourself, what does that confident person do? And then you start doing those things. It's pretty simple. It's like this confident version of myself goes to the gym. Okay, then go to the gym, work out on that, get a diet plan. The confident version of myself reads books. Okay, well then read books. My, the confident version of myself makes more money. Well then go ahead and make more money. It is as simple as that. And on top of that, find yourself in situations where you're uncertain of the outcome and then put yourself there again and again and again, whether that be martial arts, whether that be a tournament, whether that be, um, you know, pushing yourself outside of your regular boundaries, you need to put yourself in situations where you are uncertain of the outcome and then go and do it anyways. And then when you get out to the other side, you're going to become a little bit more confident and confidence comes from certainty and certainty comes from repetitive actions. Um, Practice doesn't make perfect, it makes certainty, and certainty makes confidence. So if you wanna be certain and you wanna be confident, you gotta go ahead and do these things over and over and over again until you feel confident. Are huh? you are you uh, getting equity in MNMD? I believe in the company. I believe I believe in psychedelics, I do. So you know, I, it would be foolish of me not to, uh, not to support a company and buy share in a company that I truly you know, believe in and something that's helped me in my personal life, so. And we're, I guess we're gonna close it up here, guys. I love you guys so much. Uh, you've heard me say it here before. It's my stock life or no life. Um, one of the best things about our trading group is there's a lot of great traders out there, but you're not gonna get me anywhere else. You're not gonna get me in any other Discord. I come to you guys daily with great motivation. We could talk on a personal level, on a personal basis like this. I, I usually go on 12 o'clock Eastern time uh, when it comes to the markets. And you're not gonna get this anywhere else. So you know what it is, my stock life or no life. If you've gotten to this point in the video, smash that uh, subscribe button, smash the comment button, hit the like on the video. I love you guys so, so, so much. I'm rocking the gear every single day. You guys should too. Check out the merch in the, in the, in the bio below. And we're gonna go and take on this thing on home. So be on the lookout for part two. Love you guys.